Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. Brian, yes, what a night, what a night, what a night. Absolutely. You ready? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I, you know, this is a show that you and I put an asterisk by because we knew that it would be a powerful, powerful show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we have a husband and wife team tonight, Brian. How often do you see something like this going on? and for the cause that it's going. Man, I tell you, I'm going to get them on the line pretty soon here, Greg. I just had them right before the show start. And, okay. You know, me and my phone issues lately. <laughs> so I'm going to cut out for a second and get them on the line just so we can have them ready. And I'm going to let you talk for a minute, Greg. Okay. Well, you know, just tell the people about our show tonight and how powerful the segment was. is called I was left for dead. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how many people out there probably feel the same way. When we say a person was left for dead, we mean that that person was just left hanging out there with no hope. Everyone was against them. Everyone counted them out. And look at them now. We just had a, a wonderful, wonderful pastor on just Monday night, Monica Haskell. If you get a chance, go back into our archive section and listen to that show. That show is really the opening for tonight's show. Tonight we're have we're having uh, some special special people come on, special guests, very powerful man and woman. And I tell you what, I am excited about them coming on. I'm excited to share in the things that they're doing. I'm excited that they have chosen us to spend time with us. And I tell you what, trust me when I say this, these are two powerful people. And and I tell you, your life will be impacted if you're listening tonight. And, Brian, I see that you've come back in. Are you there? Yes, sir. Yes. Do you have our guests? I do have them, and um, we're going to introduce them in a very short while. You know, Greg, I just want to say you know that, that, that we're on to something when we start having technical difficulties right at the beginning of the show. <laughs> you know that it's something that has to be spoken, something that has to be said mm-hmm. when, you know, the enemy starts trying to mess you up before you even get started. <laughs> can't happen tonight. No, it can't happen. Can't no happen power happen. whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be said. What's supposed to be said tonight, Brian, is going to be said regardless to what Whatever anybody says, whatever anybody tries to do, it's going to be said because it's supposed to be said. Absolutely. What 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 my favorite books say, the rocks will cry out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you what, Brian, we have a husband and wife team. Yes. When I say team, it's really one. They're really one. But you have to say you have to say team because it's two of them. You know that's what we see. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, it's just one. It's just one of them. And they're flowing together. They're working together. But, Brian, I guarantee you, at some point, they were left for dead. Mm. Hmm. You know, Greg, I want to I give a brief introduction of our guest tonight because, you know, just looking at what they do and, you know, just reading their bio, you you kind of step back and you pause and you say, wait a minute. You know, they've been doing this how long? You know, and when you, you know, when I tell you about what they're, what they've been doing, you're going to say, well, how come they aren't, you know, super mega, whatever. But they're, I don't believe their goal was to make, you know, millions of dollars doing what they're doing, you know, and I'm sure they'll, they'll expound on what I'm talking about tonight. But let me just go ahead and introduce them. Stephen and Nicole Carter, known as Blood Washed and Lady Extreme from the group BW and LX, a husband and wife Christian rap duo that presents an upscale look and a family-friendly approach while still delivering a powerfully motivating and inspired performance. This couple has a chemistry and, a, and professionalism that sets them apart from many. Mm. And, you know, that's all I'm going to say about it right now. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to let them come in and talk a little bit more. But just the fact that they're venturing into a genre that is typically not known for having professionalism and uh, upscale and family-friendly approaches. You know, it's known for its rough edge, its hard lyrics, and at other times it's demeaning, you know, and misogynistic lyrics. So to actually hear people talk about a Christian rap duo, you know, we're going to let them tell you what they bring to the table and why they're doing what they're doing and why they pick rap as the vehicle to to spread their message. So without any further ado, we'd like to introduce to you all Stephen and Nicole Carter. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hello. We are so honored to be a part of your show. This is an honor for us. Thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, thank thank you guys for coming on. Yes, thank you. So my first question is, of course, why rap? Why rap? Really, um, rap is a... Time sensitive. It's 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 a the sound of today that really reaches into um, the generation that is um, that is before us and in in the future generations coming up. It's um, it's a type of a style that kind of um, uh, delivers. You can deliver a a lot of words in a short amount of time. You can deliver your full message in in just a five minute you know three and a half to four minute song, you can say a lot and and uh, we have um, ventured to compile a lot of information into a, a short song and it'll impact um, a generation who can um, can feel the lyrics and, and hear it and repeat them over and over and over again in their mind and so you know what we deliver can be uh, can really be rehearsed over and over in the minds of uh, many young people that we uh, that we speak to, and and it and the way we do it is kind of um, it's bridging in the sense that we speak clearly. Uh, what we say is is meant to be heard, not just go underneath the beat, but it's meant to be heard. Everything that we have to say, and we speak. Uh, clearly, so that um, every generation can can hear what we're saying and know the truth of what we're speaking about. You know, it's interesting you said that because I teach Greg and I teach abstinence, and in our in one of my abstinence classes, one of the things that I focus on is clarity. Mm. And you know, I was just, actually, and I just taught this tonight. Um, clarity is basically where you take all the what all the media is giving you and you hash it out and you take what you need from it you know and you know how to get through and navigate through all the negative messages to get the positive messages out of it you know and I talk to kids about how you see so many negative messages in the media that you become part of that message if you're not careful that's right and so it's good that you that you promote a healthy message and you're absolutely right they remember everything that they hear in those lyrics. Right. You know, the one thing that I always get the kids on, and I ask them, are they are they motivated by the media? Does the media control their mind? And they say automatically, no. Right. And so I ask them, well, name a rapper, mm-hmm. name a a hip hop song, name a movie, name a reality show character, what have you. And then I'll ask them to name a U.S. senator in their state. Mm. You know, name your county commissioner, name your city mayor, you know, name the pre- vice president of the United States, and most of them are clueless. Mm. You know, and so the fact that you all promote a healthy message that's a wholesome message and you use it a family, you know, tell us a little bit about the family-friendly approach. What would that be as far as uh, as a rapper is concerned? Well, family-friendly approach is basically um, we want to make sure that our lyrics, um, when Stephen was talking about clarity, um, if your grandmother is there, she understands the message, and we we don't want to limit who can 
um, come, and we're trying to bridge a gap really uh, within the churches with um, showing that there is um, a opportunity that there are ministries or there are people out here who um, really want to see, um, um, I guess, bring back um, the respect factor amongst the generations. And that's one of the things that, you know, we really want to do and we try to promote. Um, we, we let people know there's some lyrics that we have. Uh, what, there's one song that stands out in my mind called To the Extreme, where sometimes you have to pray and you have to seek God on certain, you know, things and, and um, that everything is not necessarily easy. And when, when younger people see that, you know, struggles are um, in every generation, that there's no generation that's clear of struggles, then that brings that family-friendly approach. And then what we try to do is because of um, our, you know, uh, we're trying to bridge the gap saying that we need one another in order to grow um, as a community, as um, a nation, as, you know, we need one another. And one of the things that we try to do as far as family focus is a lot of times when you hear about rappers, you normally think of young people. And when you look at the average rapper now who started back in the 70s, they're in their 50s or some of them in their 60s. And so we're finding that this particular style of music is going, you know, this is, the generational gap is beginning to um, close, if you will. And so we're trying to show that this, our style of music can hit every single generation and um, really be a blessing to one another where we can be helpers of one another in building, uh, the, the, you know, building one another up in the things that we should go into. Yes, you know what? I think this is Greg. Hi, Nicole. I, Hi, Greg. I, how are you doing? <laughs> good. I, good. I, I think that from Brian and I talking with children and talking to the kids in the detention centers, jails, and prisons, a lot of these kids are misunderstood. A lot of them are misunderstood. And I don't think people understand why the kids do what they do. I think they try to deal with what they've done. And I think that's where the disconnection is. I think we need to go back to the beginning and find out why they did what they did. Because when you try to deal with the end, you'll never get to the beginning, and you'll never solve or, or take care of the problem. With what you guys are doing, you're singing and you're rapping, and these kids are going to repeat that. They're going to, regardless uh, if it's rap or if it's if it's, if it's uh, secular music or whatever, if the kids like it, they're going to repeat it. And because they're saying it and they're speaking it, it's doing something to them. You understand? You, you see where I'm going, right? Yeah, I know exactly where you're going. There's a, um, a particular song that uh, my husband does called Nipping in the Bud. And that particular song talks about, you know, mama told you what to do with sin. She said nip it in the bud. And a lot of times what happens, especially when you're talking about abstinence programs, a lot of young people need to know that you, they need to be empowered. And some people think that they need to give away something in order to be empowered with their gifts and talents and skills. And basically what we're saying is, no, you know, stay, you know, stay complete. Don't give yourself away. Um, you can do great things and excellent things if you nip certain things in the bud and not go you know certain certain sinful things you know uh, because what happens is things become worse and worse and worse and a lot of times people are scared to stand as an individual so you're absolutely right um, we're just really trying to encourage um, young adults to follow their gifts and talents and go for their dreams and goals and in a positive manner they don't have to do something in a negative sense in order for them to, to do great things in life. Um, you know, uh, Brian mentioned earlier about senators and things of that nature. Uh, we're very actively involved in the community here, and, and whereas we make sure that, you know, young people know that, you know, there's other directions to go into your gifts and talents without thinking that you have to um, do something negative in order for you to have an impact on earth. Yes, and that's Absolutely. so true. Yes, I, I I believe that what you guys are doing, you you're sowing seeds, and it's not so important for you to find out who you've touched or who was delivered because of your your speech and your your music and your rapping. It, that's not important for you guys. I think the important thing is that you continue to do what you're doing, and you guys have been at this for such a long time. I can tell you that the reward is going to be great. I can tell you that now, and I know you guys already know that. But I know you're not doing it just for the reward. You're doing it because it's a passion. It's something that you love doing. And I tell you what, I just applaud you for what you're doing. And you said something earlier that um, 
made me think about the program that I teach, the abstinence program. A lot of these kids that we teach, they've they've already had sex. Mm-hmm. They, they're already out there. They're already doing it. And what I try to do is tell them, okay, you've done that. Now you need to take care of it. You need, you need to make sure that it doesn't happen again. And I try to give them that hope that, okay, you've done something that we're teaching against, so that's not making you the bad person. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, 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 and I know you guys run across a lot of kids and a lot of young people that have done some things, and they needed to hear that word from you guys. I know they needed to hear something. And, mm-hmm. I, and I know that after you sing a song, I know you guys talk with to the kids. What are some of the things that you say to them? A lot of what um, what we try to get across is that the importance of uh, whatever, wherever you are now, just kind of like what you were saying, um, wherever you are now, you have a, a new start and you have choices from here on out. And anything that um, that where you aspire to, look for a goal. Look to to um, to where you want to end up, and then backtrack and see if what you are about to do or what you're thinking about doing next is leading you toward that goal. If you if you see yourself um, in the future as as being um, more uh, productive, if you can if you can look to even a, a role model or or somebody who um, who you can visualize is in a place beyond um, some of the the negative images that we uh, that we get of some of the um, the negative icons that we all know about, but but some um, someone who is, who is productive and making a difference. When you see that, don't think that you you could never get there. You can get there. All you really have to do is is start looking at where that is and start backtracking and say, wait a minute, if if I want to end up here, then this next move when it comes to um to to like you talk about um in abstinence if if you want somebody your your future you know mate if one day you want to be a um a married if one day you want to um to to have uh children and and you could see yourself there sometime in the future think ahead now and think right. about well how would i want the person that i'm hooking up with to be do I want her to be like <laughs> like I'm about to do if 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 I if I'm about to lay down with somebody do I want you know that person to have laid down with a bunch of other people too wow think about right. that think ahead yeah and decide you know okay well if that's not what I see in the future uh for for me then I need to make a step back and say wait a minute maybe I need to turn a different direction and uh when i think about myself you know that was the that was what really helped me a lot um because honestly um for myself i i was able to sustain you know god sustained me actually you know for until i got married so awesome. Awesome. so i was i was uh, kept you know all the way through so so and i got married at 27 so i didn't get married young you know um <laughs> but but it was because I looked ahead and and I, I read certain things and I saw certain goals and I, and I was like, wait a minute, I don't want to end up, you know, I don't want to end up down a road where uh, all of these people I've I've given uh, you know my jewels away <laughs> to all these uh, all these different people or or have um, have a lot of uh, problems that can arise from the, the situation, you, you know, about the different uh, children out there that I don't know about, may or may not know about, or that I am not able to take care of and what have you, I can look ahead and make decisions ahead of time that will steer me in a different direction. Awesome. And so that's what that's what I did, and that's what I recommend. It, it, did I hear this correctly? You said, in, in different words, of course, but you basically said that, you were a virgin until tw- age 27. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the reason I want the reason I want to just weigh in on that is because most people don't understand how tough that is, mm. especially in this day and age. You know, and especially when you look at what the media does, because that's some of the things that we talk 
actually today, and it, that's why it's on my mind. You know, but the media, even in the genre of music that you're in, in in rap, even though it's Christian rap, but in rap music, that whole genre is about pushing sex in order to sell records. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be the tough guy, gangster rap mentality thing. Now it's sort of like the tough guy, but I am, you know, going to get with your honey later type mentality. Right. You know, and so that whole genre is built around selling sex. And it's just amazing that when you say, here I am, I'm in a genre that's really geared towards selling sex in order to sell records by using, you know, nice twists and plays on words. Mm-hmm. But instead, here it is, you're promoting something that's completely different from how the genre had evolved, what the genre involved into. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and at the same time, you're having to guard yourself from the benefits of being in that that particular type of genre. Well, I won't say benefits, but I would say the benefits slash consequences because we know that, you know, in the entertainment industry, you do make money, mm-hmm. and some people make quite a bit of money. Brian, I think he's got a lot. Brian, I think he's got a lot of help. <laughs> I think he's got a lot of help keeping him in line, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. With, with not not saying that he's going to do anything wrong, but I'm just saying that his wife is there. They're a team, right? So people will have to respect that, right? But sad to say, people don't necessarily respect that. Mm-hmm. You'll have those people who, because they see you doing something that's in a positive light, they gravitate towards you. So how do you other you know other than the fact that you and your wife are one and you're a team, you know? But what about the person that's not? married that's in that particular genre of music that wants to do the right thing what are some of the things you would offer to them you know male or female mm. you know what are some of the things you would offer to them to kind of guard themselves against falling victim to the consequences slash benefits slash you know dilemmas that being in the entertainment industry offers um, one of the things that I would suggest is, because um, I was in secular promotions before I, um, I got saved, and um, and one of the things, first of all, when things things are obvious, and I think what happens is people try to be blinded, they're blinded to the obvious things. There's certain things, like there's certain, um, if someone says in order for you to move ahead, you have to do certain um, sexual favors or whatever, well, that's, you know, you run. And and I think um, what happens is is there's always warning signs before you go into any particular um, arena. And I believe in our arena what happens is all the warning signs are told to you even before you pursue the genre. And for us what we're trying to say is that, you know, T- what you're seeing that's starting to happen is even in this genre, as people get older and that they have children, what happens is you notice there's a switch. Mm-hmm. How they were acting before or 15 or 20 years ago, they're they're no longer acting. They're trying to do more positive movies. They're trying to do more positive things because now they have children and they recognize some of the seeds that they sown, the damage that was created, and they really don't want that for their children. So I think that, you, you know, one of the things that Stephen said is that, um, you know, you have to look at the future. The actions that I do today are going to be seen by my children. And when my children get older, um, there's consequences about actions that I've done previously because I thought that there were certain things that I had to do in order to become successful, not understanding that success is your legacy. And whatever legacy you choose to lead, um, leave can be a legacy, whereas when someone comes to your funeral, they can't say, oh, yeah, I remember this one song or whatever. You have to realize that you know, once this, you have to realize what seeds that you are sown. And for us, one of the things, um, the initiative, especially with my husband, I really want people to hear what his testimony is. He was 27 years old. He waited till he got married. He was a virgin. And I'm talking about he's cute. And he had, you know, he was very well established, excellent credit. I mean, we're talking about brother, had, you know, he has A1 credit. He has all these things in initiative because he was pre-preparing himself for a wife and children. And he and I, um, the blessing, though, is that we've been doing our job for three years. So we're fully full-time employed in what we're doing, and uh, we're able to see our children grow. So I think that that's one of the things that people have to think about as far as the seeds planted, um, that they, they have to think about the future of their children and their children's children. 
you know, it's how, you know, I, I want so many people out there want to do what you guys are doing, but they're afraid to start. I, I want you to tell us how it feels that you don't have to get up in the morning and go punch someone else's clock. Mm-hmm. I, I hear the snickers in the background. Mm-hmm. Right. How, how does that feel when you can wake up every morning and to and be with be home? You don't have to worry about well, on my lunch break, I'm going to do this. I don't have enough time in the day to do this and that. You're home. It's it's humbling. Um, 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 it's really humbling. I mean, my children, our children were able to see both of us growing up. And that was a gift that God has given us that was, you know, I can never ask for anything greater. Um, and, 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 but we realize that it usually takes, uh, when you're doing, I believe, when you're doing your purpose and you're doing your destiny and you're doing what God created and called you to do, um, you'll find that you might work hard on certain times, because we do work hard, mm-hmm. but um, certain times, but the freedom, because you're doing your purpose, you're doing your destiny, um, is really, I mean, wow. Um, right, and there's, <laughs> there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot, a lot to um, to this, and and honestly, there's, like she said, we, we do work hard. There are times, you know, where, I mean, you, it's, it's a full time job, so it is it is something to um um but it's because like she said that you're you're in your purpose, sometimes you, you have those flows where it doesn't even feel like work at all, but yet you um and you can you possibly put it, may put in more hours than you would, you know, if you were um uh, working for somebody else because you're you're um uh, you get you can get into that that uh mode yes. but then you know you're able to to have a um the times and the the flexibility to move things around and shift things around so that you can um enjoy you know your the children enjoy you know life you know in different ways and then we we kind of incorporate some things together even at times where you know there are places that we may need to to go and take the kids along and we'll just have fun with it, you know. And um, and they're learning a lot. I mean, they, they're, they're singing the words to our songs while we, right. <laughs> you know. So we, we, uh, we really enjoy that, and it's a nice blend. And we encourage people, really, uh, when, you're doing your de- when you're doing your purpose and you're doing your destiny and you're doing your dream, you know, you'll find, um, I think people are afraid to step out and um um you know or start to um i you know for the first part of our marriage um we were still doing what we were doing and but we were we were building up and then when you, as you find yourself having the ability to step out it's a faith walk and god is the sustainer of it i mean he has kept i mean he has kept us and kept us and kept us and what I encourage people, no matter what it is, there's people who are singers, who have gifts and talents. You take one step at a time. Like um, you might write, you might do a, a song on a CD, and it might be one song, but you could sell that one song for $5 while you're going to work every day. I mean, I had a maxi single. My husband produced and wrote, wrote a maxi single for me back in 2002, and I sold that maxi single for $5 at my job, everywhere else, and it's about taking baby steps into your purpose, and I think people are afraid to do that, and they can just set some monies monies aside. So whatever they're called and destined to do, they'll begin to work towards that, so eventually they can work themselves out of a job. I mean, as far as work themselves up into their purpose, that's what I want to say. Right, right. You know, and, and I truly believe that once you begin once you start thinking on how you have to develop that plan, and once you put that plan in place, you know, God's going to honor that plan if, if your plan honors him. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a beautiful thing to be able to say, okay, today I'm going to decide that I'm only going to work two hours and then I'm going to spend the day with my kids. That is beautiful to say. It is. You know? I mean, we have, um, and then plus, you know, one of the things that people have to realize, be very community-oriented. You know, get involved in things. Let people see you helping with events and things of that nature or whatever so that when it's when it's your turn, people don't, you know, people, oh, yeah, we remember you volunteered for this or we remembered you did this. And really, 
um, people people want to help people, you know, especially when they see people helping. So you're right, you know, volunteer at your church, volunteer at community outdoor events and things of that nature, and it really will position you, really, um, it has done that for us. Awesome, awesome. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour, and tonight's topic is I Was Left for Dead, and we have special guests Stephen and Nicole Carter, better known as Blood Watch and Lady Extreme from the group BWNLX. And if you have a comment or a question, our call-in number is 718-508-9600. That's 718-508-9600. And I want to take this opportunity to go to the caller who's been patiently listening and waiting on the line. Caller from the 678 area code, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Do you have a comment or a question? No, I've just been listening, and there's so many things that's been rolling through my mind. Um, I have children myself, and, I mean, just everything. I have to pray and definitely, you know, seek God as far as what they should listen to, what they can't listen to, and um, as far as, you know, things that they watch on TV now, because even, like, one movie came out recently, well, few months ago that we found out was actually um, done by an atheist. So, I mean, it's so much that we have to be careful and watchful for as far as what our children do, what they see, and, I mean, we have to seek God first on everything we do. I was actually against the whole Christian rap at first, but then, you know, with my daughter turning a teenager... I had to, you know, definitely have an open mind on it. And I thank God that there are artists like you all that are out there that I can actually, you know, okay, she can she can listen to. Yeah. And that's, that's basically, you know, where I'm at right now. Well, caller, don't hang up. I wanted to ask you something. Do you think, and I, and I know I want Stephen and Nicole to, to chime in on this, but caller, do you think it was more of a tradition that, you didn't want your kids to listen to Christian rap when you said you didn't like it. Was it? Was, you think it was a little bit of tradition why you didn't like it? It wasn't so much tradition. I grew up in South Florida, and rap and hip hop were totally different back in the '90s. And so, with what was being said and how things were coming across, and the word language that was being used and everything, it was just okay. I know it's different, but I just didn't want to associate it with what I used to be surrounded with. I knew mentally I knew it was different, but I didn't wanna I didn't wanna seem like I was still in the world and even though it was considered Christian rap, be still a part of the world with the word rap in it per se. Right, right. And and I can fully concur with you with me being from South Florida and remembering that type of music back in the 90s, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally different. <laughs> yeah. You know, and sad to say, not much has changed, you know, but the, the real question I have for you, Paula, is what's your impression of of Christian rap now? Because now that we have a lot of artists and Christian rap has become more mainstream in its, um, you know, and it's grown and developed into a, a true genre of music. What's your What's your view of it now? Well, I do embrace it, but I'm still watchful on the ones that I do allow my children to listen to. Where I had an instance where there was. One gentleman that was doing Christian rap, but he was still in the world doing his own dirt. Mm. So it was, it's like you definitely have to be careful. I know, you know, as Christians we aren't perfect and we just, you know, strive and live life and, you know, abide by God's word each day. But it's just, it's that blindfold. And with that, we still know that even though they are classifying themselves as Christian rappers, they're still in the world and there's still that weakness where we're still fighting against flesh. You know, um, it's funny that you yeah. said that because immediately the R. Kelly dropped into my head. 
Yes. All the music that he <laughs> produced that has, you know, that's of a Christian background and you know, wonderful songs. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, but at the same time look at the action surrounding the person who wrote the music. So you you're right, you do have to be weary of the of the messenger of the music. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, you know with him himself, he I've been heard too many I've been told too many times a gift that yes. he is using in a different way. <laughs> yes, I want to. I want to. I want to hear Pastor um, Stephen and and Nicole. I, I want to hear what your thoughts on that. Really, I, it's it's interesting um, what you're saying because uh, for me, you know, myself personally, at God, God actually. Um, Turned me from you know secular music altogether at 18. So so basically I um uh, he 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 convicted me on on the choices that I was making um, to listen to at that time. And at that time you know <laughs> the the music isn't I mean it wasn't where it is now. But of course there there was the um, the beginnings of the the gangster rap going on and that sort of thing, but that really wasn't um, what I was into even at that time. You know, some a lot of I would listen to a lot of the so-called knowledge rap and and things where they talked about the pro-blackness and things of that nature, and and um, and it even got me off into some of the reggae and and things of that nature. Um, but uh, but God kind of uh, he he pointed me. From that, because he he said to me something that that sticks with me. He said, you know, how can you look for knowledge from those who don't know me? Because I am the beginning of knowledge. It says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, and it also Proverbs also says it's the beginning of wisdom. So if you if you don't know Him, then you don't have the true knowledge and, and, and I and I knew him. So it's like why am I looking if I know him, the source of true knowledge, why am I looking for some knowledge from someone who doesn't? And and but um what what that showed me also, uh, when I see in um in music you know, regardless, I, I have that same um uh consciousness to look for um, in whatever the music, because honestly, I mean, in Christian rap, whether it's Christian rap or or whether it's gospel, and and I mean, people's lifestyles don't always follow what they, you know, what they say in their songs, and and so it was very important to us, you know, that that we live what we talk exactly. about and actually live it before exactly. we even talk about it. Yeah, before, yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, don't, don't, we don't have to try to follow what we live, but we, we need to live it and then, you know, speak about uh, speak about it. And, and so that's very important. And um, But the, in, uh, in relation to how the, how the songs are, um, are done, it's very important that, that we see um, that we don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, that sort of thing, you know, in the genre itself, because you know we can't. It's uh, it's hard to to um, within Christendom, if what you're saying is on point, I don't want to 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 curse what you're saying, and then you know if if you're actually uh, you know if you're trying to live it. You know, and you're and and I don't know you. You know, then I I don't want to curse what your your whole genre yet. You know, before before really um you know examining what you're saying and if what you're saying is 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 positive. You know, I don't want um to to throw you out and and throw out something that may be appealing to young people and and while they're listening to the words that you're saying 
and they don't know, you know, if they don't know some of the negatives, I don't want to put it in their face first. Well, yeah, and plus you know? we're not condoning the artist. Absolutely. I mean, we're basically, um, I agree with the mother. Like, mm-hmm. I um, I purposely look for, because um, our children are two and, and three, and I purposely look for now establishing them to certain things. And plus, you know, um, there might be caller, um, I'm just going to encourage her. I really sense that God is calling you to do something um, that, you know, um, that can really, really, um, uh, calipot the Christianism even further. One of the things that we um, really try to do is we try to empower people. Um, one of the and and let me um, talk about why rap one more time is because sometimes we don't have a whole lot of time to convey a message with this generation. So the, this generation is moving so fast now that we have mm-hmm. a lot of time. Um, yeah. To, to convey a, a message, but um, but what I love about the caller is that she is taking the initiative to find things because mm-hmm. there's a lot of artists out there, and for a mother to care enough about their children mm-hmm. to look for things that are biblically sound and that will minister to their kids and even trying. See, children remember initiatives, mm-hmm. and for her to make that initiative and say, listen, I might not really get with it, but I'm going to find people who, you know, are doing um, – doing what you might like, and, you know, I commend her tremendously. I I thank God for people like that. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing yeah. in this age, this is the this is a, a perfect time to be able to do that. I mean, when you have the um, the explosion of the Internet, you have the, um, uh-huh. you know, even the, the radio, you're able to, to connect to whatever it is you're really looking for. Yeah. And so there's something out there that that um that can really give the message that you're looking for. If you're looking for positivity, you can you're it's easier to find it now if you actually take the time to look. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> Carly, do you have any more questions? Um, not any more questions. I just know that um as far as you two it's it's it, just from the simple fact that you purified yourself, you know, to allow God to use you, you know, in any way he has written out for you, you know, you've, you've received a wife that's, you know, accepted you also, and she's, she's following her lead as a wife. It's, it's definitely one confirmation that I know your gift and what God has given you will flow and will go to different levels, higher levels, and and I thank you all very much. Bless your heart. Awesome. Bless your heart, sweetheart. Yes, yes. Well, thank you for calling us. That great question, caller. Great question. Yes, yes. You know, one of my other questions is about you have on um, in your bio you talked about your production company where you provide in DJ sound and lighting services. And this is one of the things that I've always uh, had issues with when like when we hosted parties and we hired DJs, is that for some reason the DJ feels that he can play whatever music he wants to play. <laughs> yes. Despite the fact that we that we request that they don't play anything that has cursing in it. Mm. I can remember my, my mother's 60th birthday party. No, it wasn't her 60th. It was her 50th birthday party. And the DJ... You know, because all the kids are there, and, you know, we have, I have a huge family. And I remember the DJ started to play, you know, some of the younger kids' music. And, you know, we were kind of fine with that. Mm-hmm. But then he puts on the real stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, no, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking like my grandfather's sitting over there. You wow. know, my mama's sitting over there. This is her birthday party. Look at her friends and her, you know, coworkers and her boss from the job, you know. Mm-hmm. So... Do you ever have that when, when you ha- when you have gone out in DJs? Do you ever get people to request that or request you because? Stop it. Well, actually, I because I'm a I'm a Christian DJ, so so everything I'm playing is clean. You know, now I, what what's interesting about that is that there are so many vibes within Christian music now mm-hmm. that that um, you know. I use that to to broaden, you know, people's uh, scope on it. Because a lot of times, even in gospel, when when people um, uh, bring me to do gospel, 
they they're not aware that there are so many different styles in Christendom. Mm-hmm. That there's Christian reggae, Christian you know, house, Christian rap house, yes, Christian yes. dance jazz. music, jazz, mm-hmm. you know, everything. I mean and and uh it's it's I mean, from quartet to to you know, to old school style to everything. I mean, and there are various um flavors out there and and uh, so we use it that way. So so there's definitely, um, uh, but what we find, <laughs> in the op- uh, you know, every so often is the um, the, the opposite approach in the, in the question of, okay, is it, um, you know, will you play this or this? You know, and, and so I, I'm really, uh, I have to be clear about, you know, what kind of DJ I am and, and, and where I'm, um, uh, why I do it. Right, that was going to be my next question. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because his bro- him, um, actually Stephen and his brother um, started a um, um, DJ, you know, company over 10 years ago, probably 11 years now. Um, it's just the sole purpose of it was to ex- um, to begin to expose the different styles um, of music that's within Christendom. Um, and I think that, you know, um, people just people just didn't know. And if you didn't, if you wasn't a person that, you know, was a, a go to Christian bookstores and seeing that there were different styles of music out there um, and be purposeful, purposeful, about it, um, you just didn't know. So, um, so when I met him, um, actually it was it was awesome because I met him in the you know late nineties and. He, I mean, when I found out about him, I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to tell everybody in the whole wide world. <laughs> because, you know, um, um, someone who, you know, sticks to, you know, a genre and then the lighting piece he adds to it, oh, the effects lighting. I mean, you're talking about having a ball. I mean, there's a, a young lady who's up in Chicago um, by the name of Dana Devine. She has a line dance. Um, um, song and um, you know it's just gospel yeah the gospel slide so we're able to go to events and people are blown away after we finish because they were like we didn't know so yeah <laughs> right the whole the whole purpose in that that time is is to really bring the uh, the joy and let people know that you know you can you can celebrate in Jesus and you can have a Holy Ghost party and and it's really you know, I mean, with the with the lighting and all, and the, and and everything, and so um, and and keep everything, you know, pure and a positive message. So that's that's what we came to bring. Well, you know, I I, I wanted to ask you guys this: the topic of the uh, show is I was left for dead, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of times when I when I first started the show, I, I was talking about how people leave us for dead all the time. Mm. Uh, I'm not talking about a physical death. I'm talking about something that someone has spoken to you and said, well, you can't do this. You can't do that. Or they just just flat out with just nothing but um, with hate in their heart tell you that you can't go any further and you can't do this and you can't do that. And I know you guys have heard that at some point in your life or at some point wow. in your career. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How many times? Hundreds of thousands. Um, Especially in what we do, um, people really want to say, well, instead of being, you know, instead of doing um, rap, you guys can do, you know, so many other things. And um, one of our factors is we want to show um, that, you know, um, there's a professionalism that you know you want to bring to, to to any table, but but I mean people you know especially leaving. Uh, I had a corporate position. I was um, an events coordinator at a major company here in Ohio, and um, they offered me ten thousand dollars more when God was calling me to uh, be full time, and I was going to be making close to fifty thousand. And um, and I was and people were like, you know, you're leaving to do what again? And that was over three years ago. And um, sometimes what happens is, is people want to discourage you from something because they want to do something. They want to see a normalization in your life, if, you, if that's a word. Yeah. But um, and and we are trying to show. Go, go it's, ahead. It's, yeah. it's like um, there's a, uh, a a video that that we watched. Um, it's, it's called Dream Giver, but it's um, oh yeah. But it's it's really a lot of times people closest to you oftentimes, their comfort zone touches your comfort zone. Yeah. Wow. And so when you start to to moving and shifting, that's it gets 
more uncomfortable for them because they're closest to you. And so so when they 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 feel like they're giving you, you know, good advice, they feel like they're giving you, <laughs> yeah. you know, wisdom sometimes yes. and what have you, but and and believe me, that's um that's important, you know, it from their perspective, but you have to make sure that that sometimes the the advice it, it, they have to make sure that you're following what God is saying to you. Right. And if God is is really guiding you and trying to guide you in a direction, then you need to listen to Him and not everybody else. And because He'll sustain you, He'll—I mean, He'll sustain your purpose. And and even you know, he, God is the sustainer. So our main objective is when you feel like you're left for dead, and when you feel like you're you're giving up, and when you feel like you're too old to p- pursue your purpose or your dreams or your goal, um, you know that God says not so. You know, one of the things that the Lord showed me is that Moses didn't go to uh, to Egypt until he was eighty, and that's mm-hmm. when the children of Israel were delivered. Just so he was just getting starting in his ministry at 80 so what kind of excuse can we possibly give when god used moses and he and then not only that he lived to be 120 so he was able to walk in the fullness of his purpose for 40 years so our thing is is that you know we encourage the body never use your age or your circumstance or your situation as an excuse to give up God is so much bigger than where you know than your situation. So we say, rise up and go forth in what God created and called you to do. But so many times, what happens, like Stephen was saying, you know, you have people who are around you who say, you know, well, don't try that or don't do that. And now, and sometimes our biggest enemy is ourselves. You know, we tell ourselves, well, no, I'm too old to try to do this, or I'm, I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not smart enough, or I'm not. But there's people who might be around you. There's books. There's, I mean, there's, you know, Greg and Brian, you guys can teach folks. I mean, there's so many people that are yeah. around with this kind of uh, ministry that can really, really encourage you and, and propel you to your purpose and your destiny, and you take it baby steps at a time. That's what I say to people who feel like they want to give up and let go. Please don't. We need you. We need your purpose. We need your dreams. God put you on earth to do a purpose great, a great, great purpose, please don't let go. Please don't give up and trust God in every step of the way. You know, it's funny. When you start talking, Stephen, when you start talking about you know, messing with other folks' comfort zone, mm-hmm. the picture of a seesaw just popped in my head. Mm. And you know how it is when, when you're on a seesaw with somebody and you get tired and you're ready to get off the seesaw? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, that's the thing. I mean, and I don't know why. I guess it's just that's just the way my mind goes sometimes, you know. Or it's like if you're on a merry-go-round and everybody's spinning on that merry-go-round, it's fine. But as soon as one person gets off, it starts to slow down. That's right. You know, and everybody's like, wait a minute, get back on. Let's turn it some more. And you're like, no, I'm tired of that. That's you know, it. I'm tired of going around in circles. I want to take the straight and narrow path. That's it. That's it. That's it. So it, it, it affects it affects other people. You know, but as you, you know, what you try to do is is comfort them in the fact that, you know, you are uh, you are going somewhere. And then for each one of us, you know, there's a purpose in mind and that, that God has in mind. And if he's taking uh, one person one direction, even if um, the, the, the other person's not going exactly where you're going, you're going to end up in the same in the same place at the end as getting the well done, you know, right. and, and, and even if, you know, paths have to um, have to go in different directions, move to different cities and, and all of that, you still can, um, can have a bond in, in who you're following because ultimately all of that's going to come back together. And, and just like what you guys are doing, I mean, this radio program, it outlast you. How many how many programs you guys have? Whereas you know you guys, we all might be dead and gone, and our sole purpose might be to put together like Brian and Greg. You might be your sole purpose is to put together a radio program. Our sole purpose, Steve and I, might be just here to put together a CD. But the bottom line is, is we you want to put things on the earth so that you know people can be encouraged by you even beyond you. I mean that's all what the scriptures is about. All these people we read about, you know, are encouraging us into our purpose and our destiny and they're gone but we can read about what they got their struggles and what they went through so that we can be encouraged and understand that we can go through and come out victorious you know in every situation that's right that's right i I wanted you guys to 
tell us what upcoming events that you have, and, and, and as far as music, what are you guys working on right now? Well, we we have um, a couple videos out now, music yeah, videos, yeah. and and we're working on a, a, a third, um, you know, from this album, and so that's something that that we've got in the works. Um, we have uh, we have some footage from our our release um, event. And um, and we're we're working on some uh, editing that and and putting it together with a full package so that so that that can all be presented all together in one package. Um, you know, we, yeah, we've been asked with to people. Yeah. do workshops. We've been asked to. Uh, we've been on uh, magazines and things of that nature. Uh, we're starting to um, put together um, our packaging. Um, our release concert was February 29th, and God has blessed um, in so many areas. Um, so uh, we're actually putting together a tour schedule. So anybody out there, if you're interested in calling us to be a part of your tour, we have a whole packet where we bring our DJs down and lighting and and giveaways and things of that nature. So um, right now we're um, really our schedule is starting to starting to fill up. So. Um, but we're 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 going to different places. We travel around the country. Um, uh, we have we do workshops. We do marriage shops. We do um, you know absences. We do all of those things. Um, so we can come and do a complete event for anybody, um, not just the, just the music, but there's a lot of things that we can bring to the table. So um, <laughs> just to try to, I'm trying to find a way to sum it up in a short period of time. So I'm hoping I'm answering. We're answering your question. <laughs> yes, you 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 answer my question. I think what the people need now, they need your contact information if they wanted to buy the CD, if they wanted to hear from you or just just request some type of prayer or just to uh, get in contact with you, how how could they do this? Our our website address is www.bloodwashed.com. That's B-L-O-O-D-W-A-S-H-E-D.com. And and there you can find um, the information to to purchase our our project um, and get in contact with us. We also our um, our email address for our um, for our uh, BW and LX is um, is bw underscore lx at fbcglobal.net. and um, and also you know our our phone number area code six one four. Two zero nine three four four four. That's six one four two zero nine thirty four forty four. And uh, we're open to talk to you know we're open to talk to people, pray with people, encourage people. Absolutely. Um, especially you know my girlfriend up in you know up in Illinois. Um, we just pray that God just supernaturally bless her for calling in and encouraging us. Um, so yeah, we are available for for anything. So people can feel free to get in contact with us that way. Absolutely. And definitely, you know, uh, tour tour dates and and what have you, you know, filling up those uh, summer months definitely. <laughs> yes. Give us a call. We we do live band as well. Yeah, we have dancers, singers. we got yeah. singers, mm-hmm. we have a whole. Uh, we come together with a whole package. So uh, we have about ten dancers with us, and we have you know singers and a band and. So if people want the whole stage presentation, they can have that. And if they just want uh, something short and sweet, they can have us. Um, so yeah, we're available and we're appreciative uh, to this this awesome radio station for having us on. Absolutely. We thank you for that. We appreciate you, Greg and Brian. Y'all are just a blessing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We we we're glad to have you on as well. I mean, abundant solutions. I'm giving kisses and hugs. Appreciate y'all for this awesome opportunity. We we just we don't take that lightly at all. The door's open. That's it. That's it. We got about a minute and a half left. Want you all to close out. Give us some some closing thoughts to some of the people who are listening, who may be, you know, almost ready to take that step, but just aren't really sure of where to go or what to do. Give us some last minute thoughts. We want to say um, one of the the some of the lyrics to one of our songs is. is the devil can't stop, stop the, you. Yeah. And the, and the, the, right, the devil the, can't stop the, the plans, plans that, that God, God has for you. you. Face your struggle because God's there and you'll pull through. He can't stop you. The devil can't stop you. Don't let him stop you. No, he, he can't, can't stop, stop you. you. And and that's, I mean, that's what we want to say. Be encouraged because nothing can stand against you. 
that that can stand within uh, against God and what His plans are for you. He can see you through, no matter what your obstacles are. He will He will bring it to pass. He has a plan and a destiny for your life. So follow His plans. Stay in Him. Pray. Seek His face, and then walk. Walk. Walk forward. Don't stop. Satan will try to make false evidence appear real. Fear is a false evidence appearing real. Don't let anything, don't let fear stop you from fulfilling your purpose, your destiny, and your dreams in life. All right. You know, that was awesome. Um, we got about 20 seconds left. I just want to say thank you again for joining us. And all our callers and listeners, be sure to join us again on Monday evening at 9 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. We thank you, good evening, and God bless.